data is so strategic, why do so few large enterprises have a data strategy? That's one of the key questions posed in the Data Strategy Playbook, Informatica's new ebook that serves as a practical guide for CIOs looking to drive change. I'm Rob O'Regan with IDG, and in today's episode of The Big Pivot, I'm joined by the two authors of the playbook, Kevin Fleet, VP of Informatica's Professional Services Group, and John Gallant, an experienced content and event strategist and a former colleague of mine at IDG. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having us. So let's jump right in. In the playbook, you say it's not surprising that many organizations don't have a data strategy. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Why is this such a common challenge? Well, you know, um, Rob, I, I was surprised by that too. And and part of the impetus for writing this book with John was that I had been presenting to various CIO groups throughout the last couple of years. And I was getting a lot of questions about data strategy. And I was there to talk about digital transformation and, and the, the vision that we have at Informatica for, for the future of data and how it can be used by companies. And many of the questions were oriented around data strategy. And so I began asking this question, which I said to, to a room full of roughly, say, 100 CIOs, I would ask, how many of you have a formalized or a well-communicated data strategy in your company? And out of a room of 100 CIOs, I'd get, on average, three or four hands that would go up. But then when I asked, well, how many of you think you need a strategy around data or are working on a data strategy? Virtually every hand in the audience went up. And so I think that CIOs know that they need to do this. And the, the question is, is where to start. And, and many of the questions I was getting was, well, what does a good data strategy look like and what should, what should be in it? Yeah, I agree with Kevin. When we talked with a variety of independent experts uh, who understand data and data strategy, I think one of the things that comes out is that data strategy resides in kind of this middle ground, and it isn't always clear who has ownership of that. I don't think CIOs and, C excuse me, I don't think CEOs and board members tend to think in terms of data strategy. They tend to think in terms of business strategy and business problems to be solved. And in many cases, CIOs are focused on data management and data governance and trying to make sure that they have the right data and that's cleaned up. We'll talk about this, but data strategy lives in the middle of that, and someone really needs to drive that connection between the business strategy and how data supports that business strategy. I mean, Kevin, I think you see this with, with organizations today. It's who's going to take the initiative to drive that data strategy. That, that's exactly right. And, and I think what, what happens is it, it falls to the CIO in, in most cases, and we have we have boards of directors of, of organizations now looking at other companies, you know, the likes of which they hadn't seen before, you know, the, the Amazons and Googles and, and Microsoft and, and all these companies that have really monetized data as, as an asset. And I think they're looking at the board is, you know, looking at, well, how can we do that too? And, and the desk that falls to typically is the CIO. And so, you know, for a, for a CIO, it, it, it then gets to that age-old issue of how do I connect the technical investments or the, the capability investments that I need to make in order to make that possible to the business strategy that the CEO and the board level folks are talking about. And I think, I think oftentimes it's that glue that connects those two together, which is where the data strategy comes in. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that's providing a real impetus around this Kevin and I saw this over and over, is a digital transformation. Because I think, you know, as companies talk about digital transformation, 
the things that they're talking about are, you know, being more responsive to customers, moving products and services out more quickly, creating new revenue streams, creating a platform play for their company, moving to a subscription-based model. All of these things at their heart are really driven by data and require a data strategy in order to move forward. So I think as companies from the board level down really focus on their digital transformation initiatives, you'll see more and more focus on the need for data strategy and more and more focus on the CIO helping to drive that. Now, Kevin, I mean, I think one of the things that we saw there was the challenge that data strategy is difficult to define. How do you define it? And and how do you see, is there a disconnect between line of business executives and how and how the IT function has defined it? Well, the the, the challenge is, I, to your point, I think I think everyone has a different view of, of what that really is. And I think for for us, you know, what we see is is the the best data strategies really aren't aren't data strategies at all necessarily. They're business problem strategies and, and our CIO Graham Thompson at Informatica, he often talks about that, that that it's it's about how do you clearly articulate the business value and the business outcomes you're after. And and in my experience, it's you have to understand your business client and the business customer because what's important to them tends to vary quite a bit. And so if you can really get close to the business and understanding what are the outcomes they're going for and then connect that to what you need to do and what capabilities you need to have technically, I think that's that's within a, a robust data strategy. It's, it's really the glue that connects those pieces together. Yeah, and I think one of the things that we heard quite often from people was, don't try to go at this with a giant overarching data strategy that's going to overwhelm the organization from the start. It was really encouragement to you know focus on specific business issues that are relevant to the CEO or to a line of business executive and try to help them move those initiatives forward both to improve the skill set and to get more experience in developing those kinds of data strategies, but also to put some wins under your belt. And we heard things like, you know, asking people, what's the one question about customers you'd really love to be able to answer? And then trying to be able to help them answer that. Or what's one problem that's absolutely critical for you to solve right now? And how can we use the data to help you solve that problem? So I think we saw that, for example, at Monsanto, one of the issues that they had was every year farmers can return seeds that they haven't used, and that created a problem. And, and CIO, you know, Jim Swanson over there talked to us about how they used data to get more predictive on that seed return process so they didn't end up with additional costs that they weren't expecting at the end of the year or that, that they could put money to use strategically because they had a better handle on the level of seed returns they were going to have. That was a specific problem that one of the pieces of the business had, and they were able to use data to get predictive about that. So so if this is more of a business problem rather than a data problem, why is the CIO the right person to to oversee that strategic direction? I think the, I think they are the person that has the best view of, of these problems that can be solved and, and also the best view of how to solve them. And we, we, we think of them as the transformative CIOs. They're, they are the ones that are the, the lever to, to drive transformational programs within organizations because they've got, they've got one of the few seats where they can see 
how all the pieces can fit together. You know, they can understand in, in, in the context of, let's say, usage of data in new and different ways. They, they see the flows of data and information across the enterprise, and they also see the current and typically what we see in companies is the, the set of silos that are in place that are prohibiting that from happening. I think they have that unique position, as Kevin describes, as understanding the business challenges because they have that connection with the CEO, the CFO, the line of business executives, and they also understand the capabilities. So they're going to understand what's possible in creating that data strategy and what work needs to be done behind the scenes. I also think it's because line of business executives and CEOs don't think about data. They think about business. And they need to understand that that data that they have is their, as Kevin mentioned, the incredible, incredibly valuable asset of the company, perhaps the most valuable asset of the company today. And the CIO can create that bridge that that allows people to capture the value of that asset fully. I think one of the things that was really encouraging to me from the CIOs that we talked to is that all of them took the initiative to bridge this gap between the people running the business and the need for this data strategy. They didn't wait to be told. You you may have a very transformation-minded CEO, or you may have someone who's not thinking about transformation. But in all of these cases, these folks took the initiative, developed analytical capabilities, sometimes at the cost of other projects that they defunded in order to do this, so that they could prove the power of a data strategy in moving these corporate goals forward. Let's dig into that a little bit, maybe get a little more tactical in terms of some of the specific steps that the CIO should be taking to get all the stakeholders aligned around data strategy. Kevin, what are your thoughts there? Well, and we, we walked through this in the, uh, in, in the data strategy playbook, is a set of uh, checklists, if you will, of, of things that, that every CIO ought to be thinking about. But I think the, the most important piece there is really learning and understanding your stakeholders' goals and challenges and how do they measure success? What are the metrics they're looking for? You, John mentioned earlier the, the question that we often ask, which is, you know, what's, what's the one question you wish you could answer that you can't today? Or what would be the most profitable information to you if, if you had it available today? And those are great places to start as a CIO because I think what that, what that does, it gives you insight into how your, your business client is measuring their success and, and what's important to them, and then where are the opportunities. And, and so once you've done that, then it's, it's a function of, of a, you know, laying out a, a program plan and, and a set of initiatives that, that appeal to meeting those needs. And, and I think you know, therein, therein lies, the, I think, some of the secret sauce, right, which is, is as soon as you can do that and, and show the value and, and have that value proposition, it's, it's less about IT as a, a cost overhead and more about IT as a, a value enabler or, about, or delivering value. I think, you know, one of the key things, as Kevin has mentioned, is, is finding the right stakeholders to support this and help move it forward. Again, you may have a very uh, digitally minded, a very transformationally minded CEO, and that's a great partner because that partner will drive the message of the need for strategic use of data throughout the organization. In the case of Monsanto, that company is really trying to develop a whole new set of capabilities and services for farmers in the 21st century. So you really got, you know, you've got the wind at your back having a CEO who's doing that. In other companies, you may not have that, so you find a stakeholder in another department. It could be sales and marketing. 
It could be in product development. It could be in, in almost any function of the company. We had talked with the CIO at Eastman Chemical, and they talked about a particular product line that they were having trouble increasing sales of. So they worked with that team to develop the capability to predict which of their customers were more likely to reorder and to get out in front of that reorder process to sort of circumvent any competitor getting in there and getting the reorder. And they increased sales dramatically. You get that kind of a win under your belt and you publicize that, you're going to have the opportunity to meet with a lot of people who have specific problems like that that they want addressed as well. Yeah, that's a great example. The playbook also talks about the critical role of governance in a successful data strategy. What's the right approach to data governance in this context? Well, that, that's, um, that's a question that's it's probably one of the most common questions that I get from our customers. What's the right approach, or, or more specifically, where do I start? And the, the, first, the first thing that we often talk to our clients about is the fact that you, you've got to use this just enough kind of an approach with with data governance, because building a, a large administrative burdensome type of an organization is, doesn't appeal to, to many people. What does appeal to people is having the right set of people together, making decisions together for the benefit of the enterprise or, to, or for the benefit of a specific program or project that has clear business value. And I think when you, when you start there, you can get people I guess excited, hard to ever get excited about something you call governance, but, but you know, really it's an enablement. It's enabling things that you haven't been able to do before because you're getting people together to work on solving real problems. And, and if you've got a, a nicely laid out and well-articulated data strategy that's connected to your business outcomes and your business strategy, then it makes sense as to why that data governance organization ought to exist. And, and when done right, those folks then really have teeth. You know, they start driving prioritization of where should IT be, be making investments or where should we as a company be making investments where it would have the biggest payoff because those are the folks that you've got involved in data governance. Those are the folks that really understand the most value that could be attained from the data that you already have or maybe the data that you could acquire. Yeah. And Kevin, you noticed that the CIOs that we spoke with all of them were doing significant data management and data governance initiatives behind the scenes. They were, you know, I mentioned the case of Monsanto, very significant initiative to uh, free their data up so they could be used in almost any way possible, create this API layer over it and create models that could be reused over that, but not selling that to the business because I think all of them felt if you go to the business with a big data management, data governance plan that takes three years to perfect our data, people's eyes glaze over. What they're looking for is help today, and what they need help with is making sure that the data that they're making decisions on is accurate, that it's clean, and that it helps them do the things that they need to do, particularly as we get into AI and machine learning. We really need to make sure those things happen. We talked to Levi's, and what was critical for Levi's was, according to Chris Clark, the CIO, was getting this 360-degree view of the customer and what was happening in you know, retail, wholesale, online, getting people to understand the value of that because they need to be more predictive and they need to be more responsive to customers. And I think part of that that came up in a number of the discussions was really a change management issue as well, is working with the stakeholders so that they understand the need to have clean data, to standardize data, and maybe do some things differently in data 
than they were doing in the past because it supports these data strategy initiatives. Yeah, John, that, I mean, that's such a great point just around change management. It's something that, that I see over and over again. Um, you know, being, being with a technology company, going and, and talking with customers who are implementing our technology, it, it's seldom the technology that's getting in the way of their implementation or their program being successful. It's, it's all the other things surrounding it. It's, it's the, the, the people and the process and, and in most cases, even the culture. You know, if, if, you're, if you are transforming your, your organization, your enterprise, into being, trying to be more agile and, and using data and information as an asset, there's, there's huge cultural implications to that. And, and I think oftentimes that change management component is what's overlooked. And, you know, we all wish there was this silver bullet of technology that would solve all these problems. But what we find in practice is you know, technology is an important part, but all the other components of running an effective change management program are something that we've got to, got to keep in mind. Well, to that yeah, point, several of these CI. I'm sorry, Rob. Several of these CIOs also pointed out that as these programs, these data strategy initiatives took root, they were able to work with the CEO and even HR to make sure that you have the analytics capability and the data, uh, the data management capability that you need in-house and that you're either developing or acquiring those skills as you move forward. Yeah, and to that point, you know, because of the, the people, the process, and the culture, every transformation path is unique, but the playbook does provide some shared lessons that any CIO can learn from. Um, how about if you guys provide kind of a summary of what those points are as a final takeaway? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll certainly uh, take a couple of them. I, I think, as, as you heard throughout the conversation today, that, that connection of your data strategy to the business goals and the business outcomes is paramount, and, and it has to be... You know, so so relevant that your data strategy almost really looks like a business strategy. And then once you have that in place, don't boil the ocean, right? So it's starting small, iterate rapidly, and, and make sure that you can show those quick wins and and be sure to also market those wins. I think we, as, uh, as technologists, we often forget about the marketing angle of this and being able to communicate the value of what you've delivered is, I think, just so important to to success of, of you know, IT folks and CIOs in the industry. I think that point was really echoed by one of the CIOs who said, the best thing is when you hear these wins being spoken about from someone else's mouth. So when he had the, the, um, the line of business folks talking about what they were achieved, what they were able to achieve through these data strategy initiatives was really so powerful. I think, you know, another lesson, Rob, that, that Kevin and I saw over and over is, and this was brought up right at the, at the outset, is that this is really a transition time for CIOs. This data is, is this incredibly valuable asset for companies, and it's going to drive all of the kinds of changes that companies are trying to make today in this digital age. CIOs can lead that, or they can focus on more of an infrastructure role and let somebody else, like a chief digital or chief data officer lead that. But what we tried to do in this playbook was show how leading CIOs are taking the initiative and how they're driving these data strategies forward in their organization and how that really changes the stature and the role within the organization. Well, as the playbook notes, and, and as you guys have pointed out today, driving this kind of change is, is certainly not easy, but the potential rewards are great. The companies that treat their data as a strategic asset will be the winners in every market. I want to thank Kevin and John for their time today and more importantly for their insights. You can download the full data strategy playbook at informatica.com slash data strategy playbook, all one word. 
Thanks again for listening, and be sure to tune in to all of the Big Pivot episodes to learn about data-driven digital transformation. For Informatica and IDG, I'm Rob O'Regan. Thank you.